0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com.
1: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us here on the Weekly Business Hour. Uh, this is Rick Schisler. I'm your host. I'm a Silver Fox advisor as well as the founder of One Best Consult. And if you've never listened to the program, you're not aware, but the weekly business hour is where Montgomery County and businesses really now throughout the world come to talk about the latest in business news, ideas to improve your business, and to be a part of the conversation that can make hopefully a real difference in your business. The program today is sponsored by One Best Consult. That's the number one. BestConsult.com. That's a website. As I mentioned earlier, I was the founder of OneBestConsult.com. It's a place where small business owners, particularly, can go and join a community, get information, share ideas, share business challenges. Uh, We help each other on a peer to peer basis. I'm always available at any time when you need some good common sense business advice. So please check us out at One, that's the number one, BestConsult.com. Also, want to mention before we go too far that this show is being broadcast on Facebook Live. So that means simply go to Facebook, go to the weekly business hour and click on it, and you can listen as well as watch the show on Facebook Live. And I want to remind you that during the show or after the show, you can send me an email if you've got a comment, a thought, or even a question about your own business. Send it to onebestconsult at gmail.com. That's onebestconsult at gmail.com. And I want to thank Brian over in Magnolia for a question he sent to me last week. I appreciate that, appreciate your comment about the show, and uh, that kind of lets us know that at least somebody out there is listening, right? Thank you again, Brian. At this point, it gets real easy. Just sit back, grab, pad, pencil, pen, and get ready to take notes as we talk about everything business right here on the Weekly Business Hour. And today, I'm so pleased we're continuing a series in the Soup to Nuts series. Chris Wee is back with us today. Mr. Wee is the works with the Cook Insurance Group, And he's been talking to us about what every business needs to know about commercial insurance. If you didn't hear last week's broadcast live, there's a podcast been posted. You can check it out at IRLoneStar.com on the Weekly Business Hour page or on my website at OneBestConsult.com. Chris, welcome to the program again. Glad to be back, Rick. Well, you've got a lot of information, and I truly appreciate you sharing that information. Uh, You're a great technician commercial insurance appears on its face to be fairly simple, but there's a lot of complexities that can come up and bite people if they're not careful.
0: Definitely. you can It gets, can get complicated quickly.
1: Yeah. And typically when we have a claim, and that's kind of where we're going to start off today, talking about claims. Uh, let me ask you a question. What is the number one reason in your experience have you seen insurance carriers turn down a claim? Usually
0: it's, they don't have the right type of coverage for their type of business, whether it's a liquor store or a They just don't have the right kind of coverage. Just like with your homeowners, if you don't have flood, your homeowner's policy is not going to cover it. If you have other uh, things in your house, your auto policy would not cover any damage to the house or anything like that. So, yeah, it's it's more of a matter of not having the right type of coverage and not looking at your scope of business.
1: Well, this really then puts a spotlight on the agent because since the agent is your quote-unquote advisor, and helps analyze your business and what exposures you have it's very important to have a good agent isn't it
0: yes it's it's the agent's responsibility to at least make a business owner aware of the risk where, where there, where there is a potential for a loss and it's up to the agent to be able to present the options to mitigate that that potential loss and then the business owner can decide if it's worth the financial if it's worth the money to uh, to cover themselves
1: well, you know, it all gets down to money typically, but I've worked with various agents over the years and the like you say, they present options. And I want all our listeners to understand that the agent's there to lay out your options, what's available, what's covered, what's not covered. You gotta have a good conversation about all that.
0: Yes. You really need the business owner really needs to be upfront with what they're doing and even the business level. What are their sales? That's a indicator of the size of the business. And it's really important we know that and how they pay their employees is there, are they 1099 are the companies and being able to do that enables the insurance company to come up with a premium that that equals the size of the risk
1: you know and the one thing I think and I've seen this happen as I've done my consulting mentoring work where businesses uh, they don't want to tell the agent everything they want they don't want to say well I'm doing this or I've have someone delivering this or whatever and then when there's a claim uh, the only place for them to go in my opinion is go look in the mirror. Because it yeah. might not get paid.
0: <laughs> yes, unfortunately, that there is that if they tell us something that it's going to, you know, something bad's going to happen. And it's not really the case. We, we need to know so the carrier can put a risk on it to come up with a, an accurate premium. So if there is a claim, it'll be paid. And we, w- we want claims to be paid. We, so does the carrier. The carrier wants to make this a seamless, the claim process as seamless as possible. And if you have the right coverage, it makes a big difference. It also, if you have a good agent, the agent is willing to go to bat with with their client to the carrier. And we've done that many times where the insurance company is, for whatever reason, not, is being a little difficult. And we'll make a phone call to the carrier and say, hey, this is a good client of ours. We write good uh, policies with you without a lot of losses. You need to pay this claim. And a good agent is willing to go to bat for their client to the carrier if they need to, to get a claim paid.
1: You know, and it makes a lot of sense to me that uh, having a good agent, because I think I've experienced this, you know, sometimes you don't really know, but I've always believed in building a relationship with my agent so they knew who I was. And I tried to be honest about my exposures. Like you said, it's, it's, it's a matter of putting options in front of you so you evaluate your risk. And I typically feel the business owner's risk, where they assume some, is in the deductibles they take. It's not on the coverage, but they really should look at the deductibles. Raise those deductibles if you want to reduce premiums. Don't not take certain coverages that you need. How do you see that?
0: I definitely agree. The deductible is a good way to help reduce your premium. The, but, yeah, you don't want to cut back on coverage because if you have that claim, then you could, the, you could have a problem with getting the claim paid and you the, having the correct coverage. A general liability, we talked about it last week, is kind of a base level coverage. But if you have any, that's just kind of a base policy. It's kind of like your liability policy with your auto coverage. You know, everybody's got to have it or you have it. And But having collision and comprehensive and, and that sort of thing on your auto policies, it just makes sense. And if you have different types of risk with your business, you would need different types of coverage.
1: Well, let's talk about that claim. I mean, the fact is, if you have a claim, you've got insurance, how do you... Make sure, as a business owner, are there any certain steps you need to take to make sure that claim process moves forward as fast as it can?
0: Obviously, document what happened. You want anybody involved to write down what happened. Keep it in writing. You also want to come up with a dollar amount of what you think that loss is, or if you know it, and then talk to your agent. We always uh, tell our clients to talk to us first before they file the claim. First, first of all, we'll file the claim for them. We can get started. On the process for them, but we want to talk about it because you mentioned deductibles earlier. Not only can that help reduce your premium, but it we need to take that into account when we're filing the claim. And we talk to our, our business owners frequently about how much is the loss. Well, if that loss is if you have a five thousand dollar loss and you have a three thousand dollar deductible, you know, do you want to file the claim? That's a two you're only gonna get at most, you're gonna get two thousand dollars using that example, is that the cost of doing business or is that a something that you want to file a claim for? Because we're always looking at down the road with our clients. Renewals are an active process. We want to look at the renewal because if you even have a small claim, chances are the insurance company is not going to care. That's, that happens. But what happens six months down the road, something really bad happens and you really need to file that claim because that could put you out of business or severely crimp your cash flow. Well, now you have two claims in a 12-month period and most carriers will could non-renew you and then we're looking into different types of insurance that are more expensive and so we kind of look at the the value of the claim is it worth filing a claim if if it isn't or if the dollar amount's not significant then we you know mentioned you know is this something that you can absorb without severely crimping your cash flow or or anything like that and that will enable the business owner to keep their claims down, and you know when renewal comes up, it's a little easier. Obviously, just like with your homeowners, you have multiple claims on your homeowners policy. You're going to get non-renewed by your carrier, and we don't want that. Nobody likes that. It, it costs everybody more money, and we
1: so we kind of are proactive
0: when it comes to a claim with our clients. Well,
1: I make two observations. First of all, again, you're acting in that capacity of advisor, which I think is very important advising that particular business using your example that do you really want to file the claim and i think what secondly is important is people understand that a claim history it's kind of like a driving record or personal driving record it stays with us in this case stays with the business so if you get if they don't renew if they don't auto renew you then you go back into the marketplace your agent does and that's still with you your claims history follows you so they like you say ultimately potentially uh they're going to pay more premium and have to switch carriers
0: yes there's with homeowners claims there's a it's or even auto claims there's a a kind of a master system it's called clue that any carrier can pull from you don't have that with on the commercial side so what they anytime you try to switch carriers or looking for insurance they want they ask from the previous carrier and the the client has to do this is what's called a loss run report for the last three to five years depending on the type of business and that we get those reports from the previous carrier to send to the new carrier because that's, they want to see that they want to see what the claims history is. And it makes a huge difference in the premium makes a huge difference in the number of carriers that are willing to offer a quote. It makes a difference in premiums. If, if you have a, if you don't have claims or, you know, very minimal type of claims.
1: Right. Next thing on claims I'd like to talk about is, and you touched on, you have that big claim. Okay. So it's, potentially devastating to the business one way or another and so the client does all that background like you say gets together the information whatever I mean what happens when you've got a a major claim that uh, the dollars are tens of thousands hundreds of thousands maybe more any difference in that in a smaller claim
0: yes a lot of times insurance companies it's all about financial it's all about money that all insurances is mitigating your financial risk. And they look at the money. They look at the cost to, to look at the claim, to investigate the claim, or just to pay the claim. If it's a smaller one, chances are they're just going to pay it. It's, it's all about money. Now, with larger claims, one of the things that you're, especially with your, your liability insurance for a business owner, it covers all legal expenses. So if somebody files a suit against you or your business, You'll file the claim with the insurance carrier, and then they'll kind of pick it up from there. You really don't. A lot of times, business owners don't get involved a lot. Once they file the claim, they give them what happened, and the insurance company will kind of pick up and run with it. And they'll hire the attorneys. They've got their own attorneys that will deal with the other attorneys, and you're kind of out of it. And I've had many clients call me after they file the claim. Well, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything, and I tell them that's good. That means your insurance carrier is doing their job. They're pushing back against especially if it's a not a, a justifiable claim or a malicious claim they will push back and keep pushing back and try to make it go away a lot of times though my clients will get a letter in the mail say hey it's done and because they they were able to push back far enough and ma- harder against the uh, people suing the business and we're able to make the claim go away or for a small amount and and that's what it comes down to the insurance company is going to look at it's going to cost this much to fight it, this much to pay it. It's a financial decision. Even though the business owner didn't necessarily do anything wrong, and I, I've had those coaching conversations with them, I understand. You didn't do anything wrong. But the insurance company is going to look at the numbers, and that's really what insurance is. It's not about being right necessarily or or you know your reputation to a certain extent. It's it's, it's all about numbers, which can be a good thing because you don't want your emotions to decide some of this Some of these things you want, you know, you could spend uh, thousands and thousands of dollars because you were right and I'm going to fight this. But when it comes down to it, you have a business to run. You need to focus on that and not worrying about fighting a lawsuit. And that's what the insurance, that's what insurance does, at least on the commercial side. It allows a business owner to focus on their business, let the insurance company handle the claim, handle the lawsuit or whatever is involved, and you can focus on your business and, and keep making money.
1: Well, it makes a lot of sense to me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're already up against our first break for today. We're going to take a break, and I hope you'll stay with us. When we come back, we're going to talk about coverage, uh, difficult coverages to get, other coverage issues that may directly impact your business. So please stay with us. and We'll be right back with you.
2: Not sure what to turn to when you have a problem in your business? Listen to the weekly business hour on Lone Star Community Radio. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. What can the Better Living for
1: Texans program do for you? You
2: can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, Prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly,
1: cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture.
2: It's all business talk on the weekly business hour every Monday at 11 a.m. right here on Lone Star Community Radio
1: you're listening to the weekly business hour and this is rick schistler your host and welcome back we're having a soup to nuts conversation today with chris Wee. chris is with the cook insurance group we've been talking about everything commercial insurance and in winter break i said we come back and talk about coverage you know chris one of the things about coverage uh as you alluded to kind of in our opening remarks is certain businesses are just, or certain coverages are just hard to place. Uh, give us an idea of some businesses that would have a hard time finding coverage or a particular part of a business, something I might not want to get into because I can't get insurance for it. I mean, you mentioned liquor stores might be a difficult coverage. Some of the other businesses that are difficult to cover? It's not so much difficult. We can place just about anything.
0: I've covered a, a guy that cleans caves in Austin and an ax business and and it's not so much that you can't get it, it's how much. You know, you could, do a bus- you could have a business, but with what they're doing, the type of insurance could be really expensive. Uh, any type of uh, manufacturing where you're bringing stuff in from China is a huge, huge risk. Uh, commercial auto trucking is difficult right now. A lot of companies are getting out of it because of the claims. Hotshot trucking is extremely difficult to place with at least A-ready carriers because of the claims and what happens when claims in general go up premiums go up and then carriers also get out and we've had a number of our carriers uh, just not write it anymore uh, they want it uh, they just won't do it and so that that makes it more difficult sometimes it's again it's, it's not so much difficulty in placing it's the price that um, that that a hotshot trucking i use an example i can get it but it's not cheap at least with an a-rated carrier so liquor liability is a big you know anybody that serves liquor you know, even if they're not charging for it if they're serving liquor they're still liable for it you know and i i hear that all the time with oh well, we're we're not selling it so and we don't need a liquor license so i don't need you know, i don't need it i go if you're serving if you're giving it away if there's liquor on the premises you are liable if somebody gets drunk and gets in an accident and those claims have a tendency to be even though it's unlikely if they happen have a tendency to be large or um, that, you know, So that's you know, anything that, involving liquor, anything involving uh, data, and data breach and cyber liability is a big issue right now. And getting coverage for that is depends on the type of business, but it can be expensive
1: for a business.
0: A lot of it is trying to at least make a business owner aware of the risk. People, oh, I don't have, but you do. Uh, a lot of times with uh, professional services like uh, myself as an insurance agent or accounts or CPAs, or uh, consultants, they don't understand the need for professional liability
1: because general liability
0: doesn't cover your services. It's uh, general liability is more of a physical damage type coverage. It's kind of a slip and fall. We use that term a lot. But I'm going to get sued, or an accountant's going to get sued for a service they provide, not any physical product they they provide. So getting a lot of times just getting convincing a business owner at least to look at that risk and ways to mitigate it is is usually uh, sometimes can be an obstacle.
1: You know, just take a second. You mentioned the trucking industry, and and that's even, I mean, articles written on a national basis. My experience over the last 40, 50 years in business is insurance rates and coverages kind of go up and down depending on what's going on. A lot of claims, even lawyers on TV if you've been hit or hurt by a truck, right? So obviously that's the situation. It's very important for a business. If, if i'm in a particular business and say the trucking business that i'm aware that my industry that those premiums may go up or down and in this case they go way up i mean have a huge impact on my competitive ability um you counsel people that hey rates are trending up we may have some issues coming up in the next year or two i mean it, it doesn't happen overnight typically does it it's more of a over two or three years that Kind of a trend that develops with rates going up
0: generally the only time it would increase significantly is if that particular business had claims if their claims start to mount then yeah you're going to have a steep steep increase in your premium if you or a non-renewal and if we're looking somewhere else and you're definitely looking at higher amounts but yeah generally it kind of ebbs and flows with premiums with industries that kind of go go up uh, and then carriers will get out of the business and premiums go up until it kind of stabilizes, and then the claims will go down, and the premiums will come back down. So it's kind of an ebb and flow. One of the things we do, because with commercial insurance, we're a lot, we're proactive with the renewals. A lot of times, carriers will not want to write that type of insurance anymore. And they may not necessarily non-renew the, the client, but they may have premium increases just because claims, or for whatever reason, they don't want to write that type of business anymore anymore. What we do is, if we see that if we don't if we see a premium increase for no reason, then we start looking at moving them to a less expensive carrier because there are then there are carriers that like that type of work. All of a sudden, they that type of industry, that type of category, they feel comfortable with it for whatever reason. And generally, when they feel comfortable with something, and we are able to provide them with the proper information, we can get a lot of times we can get a lower premium.
1: You know, one of the things I get asked from time to time by clients is. Uh, you know, okay, I'm in a business. We'll go back to the trucking business. Maybe not a good one because of where things are, but I'm in a business, and then I have competitors in the business, and I find out that my competitors are paying lower premiums for basically the same coverage. Now, we've talked about loss history. We've talked about what are some things that could drive me to have to pay larger premiums than my competitors in a similar situation?
0: No. Years in business a lot of times will can affect that. Prior coverage is a huge indicator for ins- insurance companies. If you have continuous coverage for whatever line of coverage you need, that goes a long way for if you're looking at uh, renewing or moving it to another carrier. And it allows us as agents to go to bat for that company and say, hey, these guys have had insurance for five years, no claims. We need a better rate you know, we want this, we want, we want this business, we want them to have a better rate, what can you do? And we will do that. we've gone to bat for our our clients or potential clients all the time, if we think that it's, it's a justifiable risk, we, as an insurance agency, we look at who we're insuring, we want to make sure that these businesses are, you know, obviously run properly, because it helps us fight for them with our carriers, if our clients are not filing claims all and that's one of the things with commercial auto or trucking is we only use A-rated carriers. And A-rated carriers generally pay better. And if you have a claim, having the right carrier goes a long way. Your A-rated carriers are more financially solvent, and so they're not worried about every single claim. They're going to pay the ones that are legitimate claims. The lower-rated carriers, since they're not as financially solvent, have a tendency to be more difficult with paying claims. And that's one of the reasons we don't use anything below an A-rated. And we've dropped carriers that have been difficult with our clients on claims. We'll just say we're not going to use you guys anymore because, you, in our opinion, you guys aren't taking care of our clients, and we'll use other carriers.
1: You know, you said something I think is very important for the business owner to understand. You as an agent are protecting your book of business. So if a potential, if a particular client just doesn't take care of business and has lots of claims or has big claims, uh, is just not doing things right, then that's a motivation for you to drop that client because you are managing a book of business. And the fact that you have a good history with a carrier with all your clients helps you, for example, you gave a great example. In fact, you've done it, I think, twice today. Negotiate or, or to get something paid that the carrier is resisting. It's because of your business relationship. So I believe potential clients, business owners out there, they need to understand that they're part of a, a group here and if they don't do things right then the rest of the group potentially could suffer and a good age not going to allow that to happen. No, we're not going to we're not going
0: to allow that to happen because when we go to our our carriers and our carriers because of the way we operate and we take on good risk, carriers want us as clients. They want us to write business through them because they know that we're not going to have losses. We're not going to have lots of clients with with that claim have claims all the time. And so That allows us to get with really good carriers that are willing to negotiate on premium and, and frankly, just offer better premiums than other carriers.
1: Makes a lot of sense. So listen to what he just said. You find a good agent, it's real important. It can save you money and make a huge difference when you have a claim or the type of coverage you should get. Let me ask you, one of the things that I have found resistance, uh, and when I own business initially I was concerned about, is when a carrier offers the opportunity to come and do a safety inspection, say I have some kind of manufacturing business, or I have vehicles on the road, uh, should I be afraid of that?
0: No, definitely. In fact, most insurance carriers offer programs, safety programs, and we go back to trucking. If you have a safety program, if you have a commercial trucking business, any type, and have a safety program, it goes a long way towards getting covered, getting decent premiums. We have a we have a plumbing company that has really strict driving requirements, and they were they have. Their premiums are substantially lower than others because of their strict safety requirements and driving requirements. The driving records of your drivers is a huge issue for commercial insurance. But, yes, most carriers, we we highly recommend that all our clients take advantage of not just safety programs, but with cyber liability and data breach coverage. They, there's programs available. They'll come in and help you, help you make your site more secure, make your employees you know, more secure. On how they access stuff and that's a huge it's a huge issue right now with small to medium-sized businesses most data breach and hacks are businesses from five employees to 200 employees because their security is not as tight as the targets and the, the big companies that have really d- done a good try to have good, done a good job with cybersecurity. but the small businesses for whatever reason don't so they're easier to hack and get uh, Ransomware is a huge issue with with that. And so, but most carriers have free services to help a business owner with that, to help them put that in place, because they don't want a claim any more than the business owner does. And so, everything from safety to working with your employees to helping with keeping your business site more secure are usually available in one form or another, and most of the time it's free.
1: You know, I have a quick scenario because we're about to used our time up, believe it or not, but I had a situation put to me recently, and I was asked, as a business advisor, uh, there was a claim, uh, and there was a, a claim filed insurance company, uh, ended up, I say claim filed, the insurance company was brought in, I'll keep my facts straight, but never was a claim filed, but it was a potentially a bad liability situation. Anyway, the insurance carrier turned around and gave a, a list of recommendations to the client and said you should go ahead and change this, this, and this, so in the future you're better protected if this occurs. And the client initially ignored it. Uh, I don't understand the reason, but I was asked, you know, what would you do? (laughs) And and in my opinion, uh, you know, obviously I would encourage him. But what would an insurance carrier think if they had made these recommendations to change certain things that could easily come back and be checked on, uh, and you didn't do it?
0: that's it's kind of up to the insurance carrier you know obviously they didn't make it a requirement of, of continuing the policy but probably if there was a claim especially on one of the items they recommended recommended probably get a chance that that client would be non-renewed uh, you know they want insurance carriers just like us just like anybody else wants people that do business properly and and you know, some of that stuff we totally understand that this is insurance nobody likes to talk about it nobody likes to you know I, I i tease people that i'm literally selling somebody a piece of paper for a lot of money that we hope they never use and we understand that we want to put it in a drawer and not have to worry about it but with the resources that insurance carriers provide it's not just for insurance purposes, it's just a lot of it just makes good business sense good common sense that you can implement in your business that's yes it could help you with your insurance but it's just good business practices
1: yeah and that's the key it's good business well Chris, we're out of time now. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've picked up some thoughts. Great conversation, in my opinion, today on this Soup to Nut series about commercial insurance. Uh, Chris, if somebody's picked up on something they want to ask you about or talk to you about, perhaps being their agent, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
0: You can call us. Our office number is 281-417-3000. And my email is C-W-E-H-E at
1: dot com. Again, thank you, Chris, for joining us. And Chris will be back next week, ladies and gentlemen, where we're going to kind of tie things together, maybe have some unique situations to talk about. So I encourage you to tune in next week and listen to the third part of our series on commercial insurance. What do we got coming up the second half? I encourage you to stick with us. Well, first of all, we'll do a quick review of Chris's conversation today. And then in the Did You Know segment, we'll look at how to lose money real quick. I guess insurance claims could be one way. And then finally, I'll close out the show on my one best consult tip of the week, What is your vision for your business? So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you.
2: It's all about business on the Weekly Business Hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Hispanic Chamber Connections
1: with Dr. Carlos Sanchez. President of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas on IRLonestar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5,
2: 106.1. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are removed from their home because of abuse and neglect. And we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Five's with Soul what you haven't done so yet well you've got to tune in hi i am the host of jazzy buys with so miss cc holmes and i invite you to check us out every friday and saturday from 7 until 9 p.m where you will get the best in old school r&b and of course a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy so tune in that's right tune in every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroads 104.5 and 106.1 FM R worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. For business ideas and news you can use, join us on the Weekly Business Hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio.
1: You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour and this is Rick Schistler, proud to be your host of the program. We're in the second half of our show today, and I hope you were listening with Chris Wee talking about commercial insurance. Uh, before we get started, though, I want to remind you that there will be a podcast of the show posted, as we do every week, typically on the Wednesday following the show. You can find it at YouTube on YouTube at the Weekly Business Hour, among other sites. So please look for the podcast. If you heard something, want to go back and listen, or if you'd like, share it with someone else. I think we have hopefully valuable information to you and the operation of your day-to-day business. Also want to thank, again, our show sponsor, OneBestConsult.com. That's the website where you can go and connect with peers, small business owners, talk about business, ask questions, uh, sign up for our uh, newsletter, video uh, clips, all kinds of information there available to you free. So go to One, that's the number one bestconsult.com. Well, Chris put on, I think, a wonderful show today, I think, as far as the information, hopefully. Uh, you heard something that, again, one or two things that resonated that you need to talk to your agent about uh, because insurance coverage is one of those things you don't need it till you need it, right? kind of gets old. But if you've ever had an insurance claim in your business or even personally, you know what I'm talking about because having a good agent, a good carrier who comes in, takes care of the claim, pays you if it's a property claim or if you've got a liability claim, defends you and does it right with the minimal. And Chris was real big on this disruption to your business and or your personal life is very, very important. I've had personal claims, had a fire in our home, house was struck by lightning, I've been through it. I've had claims in business of various types, and it just makes all the difference in the world to have a good insurance agent and reliable carrier. So there's no doubt about that. But one thing I want to make sure that we come through to you, your agent should be an advisor, okay? Just not somebody that's selling you insurance and someone you mail a check to, who earns a commission from selling you insurance. You should utilize these people and find the kind of agents that are willing and have the knowledge, like Chris, to be an advisor. Sit down with them once a year, look at your coverages. Most importantly, make them aware of your business, what you're doing in your business. If you're expanding, if you're adding uh, delivery, if you're getting out of delivery, whatever, make sure they're aware of it. And if they're good, they're gonna evaluate your overall policy and they are make sure you have the correct coverages at a reasonable premium. It's not just about the cost, the premium, finding the lowest premium. I promise you, I see mistakes made every day by small businesses just shopping premium. It's all about the total package. It's the advising. It's handling the claim. It's all of the above. So make sure you find a good insurance agent backslash advisor. Second thing I want to make sure is uh, that you use the insurance carrier to reduce the operating cost of your business, and that's something we touched on in the latter half of the discussion today the conversation is I was talking about safety inspections there's other things Chris mentioned something cybersecurity. I didn't even I was not aware of but I'm not surprised certain carriers provide educational opportunities typically at no additional cost to the people whose insurance they provide so it's important that through your agent you're aware of what's available from your carriers as far as helping you understand perhaps take certain action prevent a loss or to mitigate a loss before it ever, ever occurs. So that educational component, the safety check is what it used to be, but it's a lot more now. Make sure that you're taking advantage, that you're aware of all the options that are available to you. And the other thing, and I've mentioned it, I think so important, I mentioned it earlier, is plan to meet with your agent. You know, I'm, I'm a big uh, proponent of using the legal advisor I have, the accounting advisor I have, Advisor, right? You hear the word coming through. Not just someone to do my taxes, not someone just to draw up a contract for me. I want to use this team of people is the way I look at it. Attorney, accountant, and insurance uh, agent as advisors. I've even been in situations where we all met together and talked about a new business opportunity and went through and examined the risk and the other things involved uh, with the, uh, the setup or the purchase of this business. It's important to do this. And so I look for people uh, that are my agents, advisors, legal, accounting, who get along, who people that can sit in a room for an hour or so and talk about my business and who are focused and care about my business. So it's a very important thing to be able to meet with your advisor, in this case, your insurance agent, at least once a year and just talk about your business. Do it well before the renewal. Don't get pushed up to the wall. I saw this happen with a client last week. They waited and waited and waited and they had 20 days to renewal and everybody's running around and they had some new little twist in their business and the agent was running around. You're never going to get the best situation when you're pushed up against the wall. So do this 90 days out from renewal at the very latest. Spend that time. I hope you've enjoyed this series so far. Again, Chris will be back next week and we'll continue the series in our final uh, installment and talk about some unique situations and some other ideas about insurance commercial insurance for you and your business. We're going to take a real short break now. and we come back, I'm going to talk about, in my Did You Know segment, talk about how to lose money real quick. I have three ideas, uh, that, uh, and there's uh, lots of them, of how you can lose money real quick if you put your mind to it. So please stay with us, and we'll be right back with you.
2: It's all about business on the Weekly Business Hour, every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio.
1: Does your company have needs that can be met by an
0: employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at nine three six.
2: 709-7671. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5 106.1.
1: If you are on your computer, bookmark irlonestar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings Directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4 H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour.
2: For business ideas and news you can use, join us on the Weekly Business Hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio.
1: You are listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schissler, your host back with you. This is a segment I, I really enjoy when I get a chance to do it. It's the "Did you know?" and I try to find things that people might not be aware of. Sometimes try to be funny about it. And today I want to inject a little humor because it will seem funny, but it really are serious topics. Did you know how to, do you know how to lose money real quick? Now you're sitting there saying, "Okay, lose money real quick. Anybody can do that." Well, I don't know if that's true. Uh, I find people who operate their business in a good manner in a serious manner, focused manner, uh, have a hard time losing money. And those that don't uh, find it very easy. And that's what we're talking about is business, not personal, we're talking about business. And the three biggest things I come across where people lose money in their business. The first one is they hire the wrong people. Uh, I'm dealing with some situations right now where business just refuses. and, And hopefully we get through this. They only hire one or two people a year. They're growing, they're growing slowly. But their whole hiring mechanism is based on gut. What's my gut instinct? They have no other, uh, no other source of information, of guidance, of checking. They have no testing. They have none of the of the prerequisites. In my opinion, I have seven steps to a good hire that I use that I was trained on years ago, and it's still with a little tweaking. It's still true today. But they hire from the gut, and then they have turnover had somebody last two weeks and then they just left and didn't come back to work and they wonder why and so it's a quick way to lose money because when you have unusual turnover you are losing money that you shouldn't have lost by having to spend the time if nothing else to hire a new person the second one i think is more important and i think fewer people may understand this is they take on too many risk it's not too much risk that's another potential way to lose money but too many let me give you a quick example Say you have a business and you have borrowed some money, so you owe money. Well, that's a risk, right? You have borrowed money, you owe that money. There's a time frame to pay that money back. So that creates a risk in your business that you're going to have a cash flow at the particular time when you owe that note payment or whatever type of payment it might be. Well, then you take on another risk because you get off into a business uh, and you don't really understand it. I've seen this happen. And then all of a sudden you've got a second risk, and then a third risk, and a fourth risk. Uh, And then when times get tough, you start dropping certain things like insurance. All of a sudden, you're like that juggler, you know, the one that has the three, four, five or more balls that they're trying to keep in the air at one time. Yet, if they're not very good, eventually they drop one, two, three, four. The business is gone. And that's my point. It's just very hard to juggle more than one risk at a time, maybe two. You got to owe money. That's a risk. You might be able to take on and manage a second risk, but my opinion, when you get beyond two into the three, four, five category at one time, you raise the potential to lose control of your business and eventually lose your business. Uh, It's just astronomical. So stay away from it. Try to manage the number of risk you have at any one time in your business. And last but not least is bad location. This is uh, kind of a nod to those who have a storefront. Uh, I was in the store business early in my career. And you pick a bad location, you talk about the ability to lose money. Uh, there's a situation with uh, someone I know recently that opened a second location and it's just not the, it was just not the right space, not the right location, and they're losing money. And it indirectly could impact their business as well. This is, kind of goes back to the risk thing. So make sure when you choose a location business, do the best you can. Don't just work on your gut. Find a real estate broker. Find other information. Understand where the roads are going. My mother loves to tell the story that my grandmother, when the early days of Houston, when they moved here in the 40s, uh, late 40s, early 50s, that my grandmother would go out and look for the power poles being installed where the power company was running new electrical service. And then my grandfather, they would together analyze, okay, what's going to happen here? They're going to build a subdivision. And they chose locations. That was the beginning point, though. So do some research, have your own formula, and follow it. Don't take too many risks. Don't do uh, pick a bad location if you can avoid it. And if you do pick a bad location, get out as soon as you can. So did you know there's a great way to lose your business, a great way to lose money? There are hundreds of ideas out there. This is only three. We're going to take our final break of the day. We come back, then I'm going to offer you my one best consult tip of the week. What is your vision for your business? And I encourage you to stay around and hear my thoughts on this. So stay with us. We'll be right back with you.
2: to check out the fastest growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas. And it's Roller Derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a non-profit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of Roller Derby. The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website. www.conroerollerderby.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper local audience in Montgomery County? The Lone Star Community Radio Sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community
0: Radio. This is Rick TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a two-for-Tuesday or a three-for-whatever-it-is-you'd like. Call the request line, 936-647-3776, or message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star, make a music request. That's right,
2: you can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, irlonestar.com, get the app on your phone. It's easy, you'll like it. Not sure who to turn to when you have a problem in your business? Listen to the weekly business hour on Lone Star Community Radio.
1: You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schissler, your host. We're in the final segment of today's program. I want to thank you for joining. I also want to encourage you if you did not hear the entire show or you want to re listen, got a podcast out there. Just go to YouTube, look for the Weekly Business Hour on the podcast just for you. One best consult tip of the week. What is your vision for your business? Last week, I wrote a blog about that. What is your vision for your business? Uh, boils down to one thing. What you want to accomplish with the business. Uh, have you taken time to think about that? I encourage you, if you have it, to do it and to eventually write that down and create what we call a vision statement. But more on that in just a moment. I mean, what do you want to accomplish with the business? You know, I happen to believe that the main reason people start businesses is, you know, not necessarily want to be their own boss or some other reason. It's because they want to build something their way, Okay. They have an idea of what a business should look like based on their personal and business experience, their job experience, all that rolled into one, and they have an idea of what they want it to look like. So I encourage you, if you haven't developed a vision, do several things. First, you want to know what you are and what you want to do to make your business different. Differentiation is one of the keys to successful marketing. You've got to make your business look different out there, so what is gonna be different about your business than any of the competition you're gonna be facing. The second thing is you want to stand out to your employees and prospective employees. So you need to make a business look different to these people. That's something about culture there. And you wanna make sure that you think about what in your business and your vision is gonna be different so that people want to work for you. So they come to you as prospective employees, or when you interview them, you show the business, you talk about the business. And they stay with you. So it's very important, in my opinion, because this is obviously a critical piece in building the puzzle that makes up your business. And lastly, what is the vision of the business for yourself? I mean, what do you really want from this business besides being your own boss or, you know, building something the way you want to build it or you think you've got a great idea and you're going to make millions? I mean, it's very important that you have a vision that is one realistic and one that fits who you are. And I talk about this a lot. I believe that the question of fit is one that gets overlooked way too often. Make sure it fits who you are, your personality, and all the things that you want to do. And let's talk about a a vision statement. Just briefly, I encourage you to build one. Uh, Let me give you a couple of vision statements I picked up on lately. Amazon, company talked about a lot lately. Their vision statement, to be the earth's most customer-centric company. Google, to provide access to the world's information in one click. And then Microsoft, this is the one I really like, to empower every person and every organization on the planet to achieve more. So what does that all mean? It's kind of a lofty statement that they can put on a piece of paper or brochure. Maybe so, but I think in small business world, it should mean and can mean a lot more. Your vision statement is based on the fact of what your business will look like in an ideal situation. So that's why some of those statements, in my opinion, sound a little bit lofty. In other words, kind of step back and say, everything's going to run well. There won't be any risk or any challenges in a perfect world. And I know that doesn't exist, but they got to start somewhere. What is my business going to look like? What is it going to tell my employees? What's it going to tell potential customers, vendors about the direction we're headed? In other words, make the statement, communicate to everyone connected with your business, and most particularly you. You can get A sense of what a company stands for. You should be able to by reading their vision statement. So it's very important to do one that communicates. Typically, these are only one sentence, okay? One big statement, just like the ones I read you that these large companies do. Again, think about the impact, and this is kind of a summary of the vision statement, of the impact you want your company to have on the customers or perhaps even society, and what you want people to think of when they see your company name. That's what the vision statement's all about. That is how you take your vision, your business, and turn it into a statement that communicates to everyone involved, as I said earlier, everybody, employees, customers, your family, okay? Vendors, the whole world. This is what my business is about. It's a fun exercise. It's not difficult. Lots of information out there to guide you. But I encourage you, to take on a vision statement and use it as the communicative tool that it really can be for you and your business. Well, I appreciate you taking time to join us today. And I ask you and encourage you to put a note on your calendar to join us again next Monday, 11 o'clock. Chris, will we will re, be rejoining us final segment of his soup to nuts conversation on commercial insurance and whether your business insurance isn't enough and do you have the right coverage. So I encourage you to join us and listen to what Chris says. Look for the podcast of today's show. Again, other sources, IRLoneStar.com. Right here on the Weekly Business Hour page is a great source, Facebook and other places. Thank you for joining us. And remember to stay in touch with what's happening in Montgomery County, right here on your community radio station, Lone Star Community Radio. And until next week, like I do, stay engaged and keep your focus on what counts in your business. Thanks.
2: Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about the show, to be a guest or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936 647 3776 to leave a
1: message or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com.